0: Good morning! Happy Father's Day! Hi guys, I wanted to come on and say Happy Father's Day to all the fathers who are watching. I want you guys to know that we love you, we appreciate you, we exhort you as head of the households, and we just thank you because your role is so awesome in our lives. If you are a husband, if you are an uncle, whatever the the role you play, as male in our lives, you're, you're awesome. And we so, so appreciate you. Not just today, but every day. Even those days when we fail to acknowledge you, we love you. We appreciate you and enjoy your day. Okay? So now I just wanted to, I just wanted to say that. So now, we're going to go into the Word. Oh, thank you for joining us at Word Alive Ministries. We're located in, in Petersburg, Richmond, Virginia. And... Um, this message is going to be great that Pastor is going to bring forth. If you want to go to our website, it's www.wordaliveministries.com. Ba.com. That's www.wordaliveministriesba.com. And there, that's our website. You get all the church information. Um, any questions will be answered there. So, again, guys, happy Father's Day. And. You're so very loved and so very appreciated. So, that's what I have to say. And so now pastor's going to come on and we are ready to hear from the word of God. Glory be to God. Bye guys.
1: Well, good morning. Praise God. We give God all the glory and all the honor and all the praise. So thankful to be here this morning ready to share god's word and to uh, and to greet you all and we thank god for you we thank god most of all for our son jesus christ Amen. our lord and our savior and once again from from me happy father's day happy lord. father's day to all the awesome men out there that are fathers biological fathers stepfathers man who are filling a role uh in someone's life as a father i think that's awesome yes it is because fathers are critical and important amen uh, and extremely important god never intended us to do without fathers amen amen and so i'm really excited about that feel free to comment this morning and thank you for joining us this morning and uh And I'm very excited about what God has in store for us tonight. Amen. Today. Uh, You know, it's a privilege and an honor to be a father. I am so blessed that God has given me the responsibility of being a father. Mm. I have three beautiful children and many others that, you know, I've been able to to share in their lives, and
0: uh, they call you dad and pop. And they
1: call me dad, and pop, <laughs> grandpa, and I'm excited about that. Amen. Uh, I love that. Yes. I love my children. uh They're wonderful. Um, I've got to see them all of them grow up, you know, and through life they've all had challenges of some sort. But God is so awesome and so faithful.
0: Yes, He is.
1: And the role that we play as fathers is so critical. Yes. And it's even, it's always been critical. It's never, it's never been any more critical at any one time throughout all of history. It's always mm-hmm. been critical. It was critical in the beginning, and it's critical now. Yes. It's an awesome responsibility that God has given man. But the awesome thing about it is God never ever intended for us to have this role or carried out by by ourselves. In other words, God always wanted to be a father for our children through us. Mm. Amen. Amen. He's always wanted us to learn to love our children. The way that He loves us, Amen. And He understood that this was impossible for us to do on our own, because it took a special kind of love, and only the kind of love that was produced, or that He that He could give us, or the, the kind of love that He shed, brought in our hearts, a, a supernatural love, a love that uh, is a sacrificial love. Uh, a love that is a, uh, a love, an unselfish love, a love that would cause us to, uh, to be able to look at our children and to love them no matter what the circumstance was, no matter what the situation looked like, no matter how bad it got, but we would continue to love them the way he loves us because we are, uh, we all have our challenges. God has been; He made a way for us through Jesus Christ, His Son. He made a way for us. He He had a plan so that He would lose not one of His children; that none of us, none of His creation, had to fail, or would ever have to be away from Him permanently. In other words, He provided a sacrifice for us to bring us into His family; we could be His children. He values children. He loves being a father. Wouldn't you say that? Amen. Amen. I bet you ask Jesus Amen. that question. He'll tell you, Oh God, Almighty God, my father. He loves being my father and he loves being your father. Amen. 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 It's Amen. a privilege to be a father. And I thank God for my children. And I have three children. We have three children and fifteen grandchildren. Amen. And I oh my my I love every one of them. Amen. And so exciting. John chapter 3, verse 16 and 17, we're going to look at that. We're all familiar with this verse of scripture, but I'm going to attempt to uh, just go just a little bit deeper with it today, and uh, so we can kind of get an understanding of, you know, some of the things I want to talk about today. In John chapter 3, verse 16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but would have everlasting life, or eternal life, or the God kind of life. And he says, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And that the world through him might be saved, meaning... That we would never be lost, that we'd be brought into the family of God, that we would receive the ability of God, the Spirit of the living God, to come and live, that it come and live and dwell on the inside of us through eternity, and that we would have the grace of God, God's ability, God's strength, and God's capacity. You know, the awesome thing about the, the grace of God, we need the grace of God. To be the kind of father that God wants us to be. That's true. We need the kind of grace. He wants us to be established in righteousness. Not in our own righteousness, which as we well know in uh, chapter 64, verse 6 of Isaiah says, Our righteousness is is of filthy rags. In other words, we can never be righteous on our own. We talk about this basically almost every week because it's important to know and understand. But by the same token... uh, He came and he bought us grace. The scripture tells us in Ephesians that for by grace, that's God's ability and God's strength and God's capacity, we are saved through faith, Yes, through faith in him. And so he empowers us to do things as his children. He empowers us to do things as we continually trust him and allow him to be the God and the father that he wants to be in our life. So that we can be the God, we can be the father to our children husbands to our wives and that we can be useful for the kingdom in this earth um, and so he's never he, he didn't leave us powerless. he wants all men to come into the family of God so that we can be what he called us to be Yes. so we can handle uh, we can be fruitful and multiply and we can handle what he wants us to handle that we can bring God into the earth uh, Jesus uh, Jesus can come into the earth through us and he can be the light of the world and, and because and we're the salt of the earth but the light that the light uh, of Christ can shine in us and through us and the first place that should happen is in our families. Mm, that's the very first place it should happen is with our spouses if you don't have a spouse you have children and it should happen in your children when your children see you they should see Jesus they should see the life of Christ in you. This is what God's want. You can't obtain this on your own. Mm-hmm. You can only obtain it right. through the Jesus Christ through, through being born again. Amen. Coming into the family of God and being the righteousness of God which is in Christ Jesus Amen. so that you can be all that called, God called you to be. See, God wants us established in righteousness. Why? Because righteousness not only believes God's uh, God's word will work but also believes it will work the way God says it will work remember Abraham Abraham was called a father of faith Abraham believed uh, God he was called he was called the scripture in, in, in uh, Genesis let's look at it. Genesis chapter 15 and we're going to look at verse 6 we always want to find out what the word is saying about the thing. And this way we'll get it right. How about that? Genesis Genesis chapter 15 and we're going to look at verse 6. Okay? And uh, it says, and and he, uh, you know what, I'm going to to go back. And after these uh, things, verse 1, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision saying, Fear not, Abram, I am your shield and your exceeding great reward. And Abraham said, Lord God, what will you give me? Uh, saying, I have no I, I go childless, and the steward of my house is Eliezer of Damascus. And Abram said, Behold, to me thou hast given no seed. Lo, one born in my house is mine heir. And uh, behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Thou shalt not be thine heir, this shall not be thine heir but he shall come forth out of your own bowels shall be thine heir. And he brought, uh, he brought him forth abroad and said, look now toward heaven and tell the stars, if thou be uh, able to number them. And he said unto them, so shall thy seed be. Now look at verse 6 here. And Abraham believed in the Lord, and he counted it to him for righteousness. Why? Because he believed in the Lord. He believed what God says. And so it was counted to him for righteousness. Okay? But however, Abraham believed uh, that he could have a son, but he just didn't believe it was going to come. He didn't, he, he, t- he took it upon himself to try to help God to make this happen. Okay? So what did he do? Uh, he he got in line. He created a situation and circumstance that God never intended. Okay? Uh, So he decides to take things into his own hands and the way of the Lord uh, that God, the plan that God had was to produce life and peace. But Abraham, uh, that way was ignored and then destruction came and then hate and all these other things came into the world. Okay? And Abraham, not being perfect in his own strength, his carnal attempt to usher in God's promise failed. Okay? But, however, in Genesis chapter 17, and verse 2, outside will verse 1. And Abraham, and when Abraham was 90 years old and nine, the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, I am the Almighty God walk before me and be thou perfect. And I will make my covenant between me and thee and will multiply thee exceedingly. And Abram fell on his face and God talked with him saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee and thou shalt be a father uh, of many nations. Okay? Mm -hmm. So in verse 2, he began to believe God. Not only did he believe God, but he realized there was, he couldn't do things in his own strength that he had to depend on God. Praise God. Okay? So basically, Abraham decided he was going to go father a child because his wife was barren. I'm just going to go through this really quickly. His wife was barren. And so he had Hagar, her, her handmaiden, and the wife gave him Hagar. So here they are trying to usher in God's plan. Um, and it backfired, Okay, it's just like you and I. We today, we believe and trust in trusting God. Uh, we are, our righteousness is established through us believing that Jesus died for us and He rose again. Nothing that we did. We understand that we can't establish our own righteousness. But God established it for us through Jesus Christ. Yes. The beauty of it all is we understand there's nothing that we could have ever done to make ourselves righteous, but only God could do that. So we throw our hands up, we yield to him, we say, Yes, Lord, I accept your plan. I believe in Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And then he comes in and he makes his abode with us. Amen.
0: Amen. Praise God.
1: And not only that, to help us live out this righteousness, He begins to live His life through us. Through the Holy Spirit, through guidance, through revelation. He's constantly revealing Himself to us. He's a God who's constantly revealing Himself to us. He's constantly revealing His promises to us and how much He loves us. Okay? Thank you, Jesus. We believe God and we trust what He accomplished through His Son. Amen. We believe that we are fathers, and God helps us to be the kind of father that He wants us to be. What kind of father does He want us to be? One who loves His children. Loves His children. One who raises His children up in... in, uh, Acknowledging that God, uh, what's how the scripture script, has it go? It says, raising up our children in the admonition of the Lord that they would know Him, that they would love God more than they love us, that they would understand the way that we understand that God is greater than we are. Mm-hmm. But we would love them with the love that God has shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Spirit, that we mm-hmm. would love them and that we would protect them uh, at, at all costs, mm-hmm. that we would trust God. Then I mean, we would protect them with the love of God, and, and even better, that we would protect them with the protection of God. Well, how do you do that, Pastor? Well, we take God at His Word. We get to know God and we understand his, how much He loves us, and, and uh, that when we came into the family of God, we really came into the family of God. With this, and we have the same power that raised Jesus from the dead on Amen. our behalf. Remember, resurrection power it is life-producing power. Amen. And it takes this life-producing power to produce this family that God wants you to produce.
0: Amen.
1: That you can't do it in your own strength. Amen. That people shouldn't even, even expect you to do it in their own strength. That's so why it's important that we pray uh, even for other, for other people that, that come into the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. It's for the benefit of the body of Christ. It's for the benefit of the family the way God intended it to be. It's for the benefit that our children would grow up and know God the way that, that we're to know God and that they would, they would follow in the same footsteps and they would trust God and know. You know, I often say to myself I remember in my younger years It was so funny, I used to tell, I was was a big guy, you know, had a few muscles here and there. And I I was always saying when my children were little, that, oh my man, if nobody ever do anything to my children. I would do this and I'll do that. I'm gonna protect my children and all these things. And how ignorant was I? Because one day it did dawn on me, I'm like, you know, if I'm here and my children are at school, and something happens to them, or well, I'm, I'm wherever I'm away from them, and they come coming under attack. How can I ever do anything to protect them? Hmm. How can what what can I do? You see, that's where your trust and your faith and God's promises come in. Amen. That's where your that's faith and your trust to know that when God tells you. Uh, in Proverbs chapter twenty-two, verse sixteen, he says, "Train up with a child in the way that he should go, and he'll, and he'll not depart from it." And mm-hmm. then, and and then, you have this picture of your family. Uh, as for and in Joshua in the book of Joshua, it says, "As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord." In mm-hmm. other words, we'll put God first. We'll Amen. trust Him. We'll rely on His ability and His strength and His capacity. Yes. You see, we don't have to command angels. And, you know, I hear there's a lot of stuff about people telling me, you know, you command angels to do this and command angels. You know, angels hearken unto the voice of the Lord. In other words, they hearken unto the word of God. If you're speaking God's word over yourself and over your family, angels are going to move. And whatever, any way God needs to protect you, he's, gonna he's protect going to protect you because he's He's one that honors his word. Yeah. Aren't you glad that you're not powerless anymore? Oh, yes. And for those of you who don't know Jesus, you don't have to be powerless anymore. And for those of you, you know, there are a lot of fathers, a lot of dads that aren't in the home with in the homes with their children. And uh, you know, and a lot of them, you know, they, they handle all their responsibilities financially and so on, and they spend time. Uh, but yet these same men have to speak the same word and they need to know the word of God and know the promises that they have for their children because they're righteous Yes. through Jesus, through the righteousness of Jesus Christ that they would speak God's powerful word over their children that they would believe God's word that would, they recognize it to be true and that they would have only an expectation of good even when it doesn't look good even when it doesn't look good. That they have an expectation of good. Remember we talked about Abraham? Let's go back over to Let's go look at Romans chapter 4. I want to show you something. Romans chapter 4. And we're going to look at verse 17. Okay. Now verse 17 says, Matter of fact, I'll start at 16. I do this all the time. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not only to that which is of the law, which is our Hebrew brothers, but to also that which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. This next verse has been taken out of context many times, and I want you to pay pay close attention uh, because I want you to understand something if you're a born-again believer about your DNA, your spiritual DNA. And it says here, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him uh, whom he believed God, even God. Who quickeneth the dead? Resurrection power. Who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. So who calls those things that be not as though they were? I wasn't talking about Abraham. Abraham, based on what God said, believed. But God is a God that calls those things that be not as though they were. And this God lives in you through His Son, Jesus Christ. Which means you have that same DNA. It's the DNA of trust because God knows who He is. God knows how powerful He is. And God's Word is important. And God's Word is final. God backs His Word with His power. As a matter of fact, what's that scripture? It is um, the power of... the word of his the word of his what? The word of his power. The word of his power. It is the word, his word that brings his power. It is his word, angels hearken unto the voice of the Lord. It is his word that brings angels into your situation, your circumstance, that that surrounds you, protects you and your children.
0: He's placed his word even above his name.
1: He put his word, that's right, the scripture said he put his word above all of
0: Thank you, Jesus.
1: Hallelujah. So, God is a God that calls those things that be not as though they were. So, as a dad, as a father, it's always my responsibility to see my children according to the promise. Amen. Not to look at them when we see them in situations and circumstances that aren't favorable for them, but to remember that we have a God that calls those things that be not as though they were. So we, like our God, begin to call those things that be not as though they were. We line things up with His Word. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory Thank to God. You, Jesus. This is the. This is the power of God working in you and I to help you and I to be better fathers. And we train our children in the Word of God. You know, I never wanted, I never ever wanted the schools to raise my, to raise my children and to teach them morals and things like that. I want them to educate them with things that, you know, the purpose should be that they go to school to educate them, to teach them things that they need to know to, to function in this earth. But I I never wanted them to be the morals to have, I wanted their morals to be the standards. I always wanted God's. Amen. Word to be the standard. Amen. So that means if I wanted that to happen, then I need to, I need to get the Word in them. Yes. Yeah. That means I need to be mindful of God, our Father, God, who is all-powerful, and wants to make me the Father that He wants me to be, so that my children can be the children uh, that He promised me. You see, it's already settled and it's already done. You see, uh, when my children, they're all grown now. And you know, I always, we speak life over our children all the time. We don't know what goes on in their life from day to day. They're busy, but they're adults. And even though they're all adults, uh, my youngest actually is 40 years old tomorrow. But uh, even though uh, our youngest will be 40 tomorrow, but even though, you know, we still speak life over them, and then we speak life over our grandchildren. From one generation to the next, down Amen. to a thousand generations, Amen. that we, we we speak life over them. What an awesome responsibility. Can you imagine how Abraham feels today because of his faith and his trust in God? Mm-hmm. You see, God had a plan that was so huge for Abraham. God had a plan to bring the Savior through his lineage. Mm-hmm. so that he would be the father of many nations. Glory. Numbers that exceed anything that just came through his loins but spiritual numbers because of the multitude of people that have been saved and delivered uh, through the seed of Abraham which is Jesus Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you just to see God's plan come together in your life, in your marriage, in your household, in your family, in your children because you believe God. And there are are many men that uh, and and, and I I like to admonish mothers is to always speak life over the fathers. No matter where they are, whatever their condition is, if you're a born again believer and and, and you, you speak a heavenly language and you begin to speak faith Words over people, you begin to intercede and, and so on. You you you'd be amazed at how God could turn things around. Yes, Amen. So that dads could be in their children's lives. Amen. And how we as fathers should encourage other men who who have children and they can't see them or they don't see them. We can encourage them. We can tell them the story about how God what God had planned for them to be. A, you know how God plans to them for them to be a dad, to be a father to their children and how he wants to help them to be just that and how it's impossible to be a dad without the help of God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to look at a few scriptures and 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 uh, and hopefully if you're writing, if you need these scriptures, it's going to help you as a dad to begin to see things and to begin to understand what God had intended for you. The first one I'm going to look at, is the Book of Acts, and this is for the family man in particular. And the Book of Acts, chapter sixteen. Just bear with me because I'm going to I'm going to look at several scriptures because I think it's very important. In chapter three, I'm uh, chapter three verse. Uh, I'm sorry, chapter sixteen, verse thirty one, is where I'm going. Sixteen thirty one, and he said. And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus, and thou shalt be saved, and thy house. Oh, glory to God. Mm. He said, he didn't say might. He said, Believe on the Lord Jesus, and thou shalt be saved, and thy house. Mm. Let's look at Psalms, the book of Psalms, real quick. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your
0: word, Lord. We're going to look at the book of Psalms,
1: uh, chapter 127. Yes, yes, yes. And um, verse 3. Psalms 127 and verse
0: 3.
1: Give me a second. I'm almost there.
0: Jesus. Psalms
1: 127 and verse 3. Lo, children are an heritage of the Lord. And the fruit of the womb is his reward. Mm. Glory to God. Glory to God. They're a heritage of the Lord. They're a reward. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Proverbs 17, 6.
0: Glory.
1: Why Jesus? I mean, why? By mercy and truth, uh, Psalm 17, verse 6. Let me get that right. in 16. Uh, Children's children are the crown of old men
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and the glory of children are their fathers. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. You see, when you spend time and you nurture, nobody says everything's always going to be perfect and the kids are always going to love you and agree with everything you did and said. Or you might mess up. But in ninety percent, 99% of the time, most kids will forgive you. Amen. They'll forgive you. Amen. If you're man enough to go before them and say, you know, I messed up, I apologize, I'm sorry. You know, if you're humble enough to do that, they'll forgive you because they yes. love you.
0: Yes, yes, yes.
1: Read that again. Children's children are the crown of old men. Mm. I know mine are. <laughs> Glory <laughs> to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> And the glory of children are their, are their fathers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. children are looking at you today. They love you. They need you. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 54 and verse 13. Isaiah 54 13, right? And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord. Listen to this. And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be the peace of your children. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Proverbs 22 verse 6 says, Train up a, a child in the way that he should go and he shall not depart from me. I think I said that earlier. Thank you Jesus. And then we'll look at one last verse. Psalms chapter 128 Psalms 128 and verses 1 through 4. Thank you. Blessed is everyone that fears the Lord, that reverences the Lord, not afraid as in, uh, you know, as fearful, but that reverences the Lord, that that finds him as wonderful and as magnificent as he is. And, and it says everyone that fears the Lord that walketh in his ways. Hallelujah. For thou shalt eat the labor of thine hands, happy shalt thou be, and it shall be well with thee. Thy wife shall be as a fruitful vine by the sides of thine house, and thy children like olive plants round about the table. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Behold that thus shall the man be blessed that feareth the Lord. The Lord shall bless thee out of Zion, and thou shalt see the good of Jerusalem all the days of thy life. Yea, thou shalt see thy children's children, and peace upon Israel. Your children's children. Hallelujah. Thank God for long life will you satisfy me. I will say this to you today. Be careful what you say about your children. Be careful what you call them. You know what you call them shape your word, line your words up with God's word, get into his word, line your words up with God's words because they produce light. They will turn, they will work inside your children when you don't even know they're working inside of them. They will transform your children's hearts and minds, hallelujah, because God is a God of promise and he will do exactly what he says he will do.
0: Mm. Amen.
1: And that's walking in the way of the Lord. In other words, trusting Him and believing Him. Believing that He will perform whatsoever He says. See your children the way God sees them. Oh, these kids get on my nerves. They're this, that, and the other. They're so bad. Why would you curse your children like that?
0: Mm.
1: Hallelujah. God says they're a reward. (laughs) They're a blessing. They're a gift. Hallelujah. Begin to speak like your Father speaks. Begin to see the way He sees. Speak with a heavenly language, one of faith. Get into, into the Scriptures. There's these, they have all kinds of books. You can go to the Christian bookstore you can get promises of God and look up the Word, what the Scriptures are that for your children. It'll help you to be a better dad. It'll help you to bring the power of God into the circumstance, into the situation. For those of you men who haven't seen your children in years and you have a desire to, they may be held back for one reason or the other. You have a promise from God. Go before Him and speak life over that situation. And watch God move the mountains. Yes, 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 yes. There are those of you who have children that are in very, very bad situations right now. They're faced with a lot of Thing, you know negative things, hallelujah. What does God's word say? You don't have to go begging and pleading. You go and take your stance as a child of the Most Amen. High God. And you begin to declare what God declares. And all of a sudden, these things begin to change. We've seen it in our own life. Amen. And we haven't seen the end of it yet. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. God Amen. needs men that will stand up and that will stand that will put on the whole armor of God, that will trust Him and continue uh, to believe that God is all He says He is, and He will do uh, everything that He said He would do, that He will fulfill all of His promises. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It's important to know what God's Word says, what His will is for you, and what His will is for your family, uh, for your children. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. It's critical to know that. Then you can go before God according to 1 John chapter 5 and verses 14 and 15. I'm going to read that. And this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, which is his word, he hears us. didn't say he might. It said if we ask anything according to his will or his word, he hears us. And if we know, that's in our hearts, that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desire of him. And we're asking according to his will, and we're asking according to his word, and hallelujah, he will shape that thing, he will mold it and shape it and bring it right into the thing that his word says it is, if you will continually trust him believe in. Amen? Amen. Well, glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you today that you're raising up fathers in this earth, that Lord, that uh, those good men that you bless every day, those men that understand your word and your truth and they speak life over their children and follow over their families, and Lord God, that you're developing their children and they're molding that and shaping it right into what your and to what your word says it's supposed to be, Father. And we thank you for that. Father, there are those that don't know you. And Father, we ask you to send laborers into that path that you would that they would hear your word. They would receive the word by the Holy Spirit into yes. their hearts. That you would give them the measure of faith, yes. and they would come into the family of God and God and Father God. That you would fulfill their life with resurrection life. You will resurrect every broken thing, every yes. dead thing that's in their life. You will put life, bring life into it, Lord God. Yes, yes, and Lord, yes. they would become the fathers that you called them to be. Their children will be restored. They will be restored. And everything, everything in their life will be restored, Lord God. Yes, yes, yes. Because that is the God that you are in the yes, Father. Yes, you are. So, Father, we thank you for it. Now, if you've never made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, today's your day. Yes. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says that if you would confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, that you shall be saved. For with a heart, man believes unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Hallelujah. And that's what we were talking about, confession, uh, being made unto salvation, praying out the the word of God. But if if you don't know Jesus, just say, Jesus, Father God, uh, I'm lost and I need a Savior. And Father, I I, I thank you that you sent Jesus to, to die for me and to rise again. He lived righteous on His earth. He is, a right, he is your righteousness. And I ask that He would come, Jesus, come and live in my heart. I believe, Father, that He died for me and that He rose again. I ask Him to come and live in my heart to bring me into the family of God. And I thank You that all my sins and my past is forgiven. I thank You, Father, for it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus. If name. you prayed that prayer with us today, then welcome into the family of God, and all of heaven yes. is rejoicing before for, for you, rejoicing for you right now. Yes. And we welcome Amen. you into the family, and we only ask that you would get into a Bible believing, a Bible teaching church, so life won't remain as it was, Amen. but you will be continually be transformed into the image of Christ
0: man